Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots Bay Chicago Cubs podcast, and I decided to do what qualifies as homework for me. I really don't have a whole lot of motivation, frankly. I, there's just a whole lot of things that, no, I really don't want to do that. When, when I want to do homework, maybe I will write down 10 lines from the most recent update of Fangraphs on their farm report. Maybe I'll write an article. Maybe I'll do a podcast. But I decided to do what qualifies as homework today. This is a preemptive podcast on Adrian Sampson. Adrian Sampson is the best starting pitcher for the Iowa Cubs. I'm not including Justin Steele. I'm not including Keegan Thompson. They are developing starters who are being extended to the point where they could possibly go maybe five innings, maybe four innings in a major league game. Adrian Sampson is an actual former major league pitcher. He's played in the major leagues before, and I finally got around to going to his baseball reference page. And he has one point. One point something, one point three, one point one three five or something like that. He's been in the major leagues for a bit over a year. A bit over a year. I'll be back to Adrian Sampson in a second, but I want to turn away from Adrian Sampson for a second. I will be back though. One of the blogs. Not gonna say which one. One of the blogs. Today, this is Monday, the day after Rafael Ortega had his big day. One of the blogs was talking about, so what's the deal with Rafael Ortega? Is he a free agent? Is he going to be a free agent next year? Is he? Here's how you tell. Here's how you tell. The Major League Baseball owners have set up a racket, an absolute racket. If the owner has, if if the organization has rights to a player, I'm gonna say that again. I'm gonna say it twice. If an organization has rights to a player, if an organization has rights to a player and he does not have six full years of major league experience, six full years of major league experience, that team keeps his rights if they want to. So, for instance, Ian Happ does not have, and will not have at the end of the season, six full years of major league experience. So, the executives get to decide, do we want to retain Ian Happ? Fully the Cubs' decision. Do we want to retain Ian Happ? And since he's to the arbitration point and his cost might be a little bit higher than they might be interested in paying, the Cubs might decide, yeah, really, no, we do not want Ian Happ. And that's a completely legitimate thought process. They are completely allowed to decide that. However, with a player like Patrick Wisdom, 
Patrick Wisdom does not and will not have six full years of Major League experience at the end of the year. So the Cubs get to keep him. Rafael Ortega does not and will not have six full years of experience at the end of the season. So the Cubs get to keep him. Now, there are some rare instances where those rules do not apply. A lot of that involves players who have foreign experience. Sometimes a foreign player comes over and signs a two or three year deal. And after that, they become a free agent because international rules apply. But but in almost every situation, maybe like a, a Miles Mikolas had less than six years experience, but since he had been overseas and played overseas, there's some sort of a clause that he becomes a free agent, a free agent, free agent before 6.0 years. But with Rafael Ortega, if the Cubs want to keep him next year, the Cubs can keep Rafael Ortega at league minimum. They might want to give him a little bit more than that. Hey, congratulations on that three home run game. We're going to give you a $20,000 raise. They can do that. They cannot do that. Whatever, whichever. The owners have a racket if the player has less than 6.00 years of Major League experience at the end of the season. The executives can keep that player. It's not, hey, would you like to say? No, the executives get to keep. Which is kind of where the entire Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Javier Baez thing comes into play. It isn't necessarily that the Cubs were being evil and rotten and horrible to Chris Bryant. It isn't necessarily that they were being nice to Anthony Rizzo or Chris Bryant or Javier Baez. They finally are getting to the point this November where they can play wherever the heck they want. Wherever the heck they want. Why? Because they have six years of experience. Now, in the offseason, in the offseason this year, leading up to the 2021 season, Patrick Wisdom was released. He was available to any team that wanted to sign him. Anybody that wanted to sign Patrick Wisdom could have signed Patrick Wisdom. Kind of like back a couple of years ago, any team in the league, any team in the league could have signed Max Muncy. The Dodgers said, you know what? We're going to make a really high-risk gamble and sign this guy to a minor league deal and send him to AAA. And then the rest is history. Owners have a fantastic racket. If a player will not have 6.00 or more years of experience the major league level, the team can retain his rights. Let's go back to Adrian Sampson. Adrian Sampson is the best starting pitcher for the I-Cubs. If you want a guy to go five or six innings, Adrian Sampson is the guy to give the ball to. His numbers are kind of a bit yucky. At the start of the season, the Cubs brought him in, and I was like, geez, why are they bringing this guy in? I looked at his BB ref page. Why are they bringing this guy? And then, then it hit me. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Cubs had no starting pitching. Just absolutely no starting pitching. The start of the year, um, Shelby Miller, Corey Abbott, 
Keegan Thompson wasn't pitching yet, at least not as a starter. You know, the, the Cubs, the I-Cubs rotation at the start of the year was patchwork at best. It was absolutely patchwork. Plug in this guy. Hope this guy has a decent year. Maybe this guy will do something. The Cubs brought in Adrian Sampson. Well, I guess. Minor league deal. Why not? So I used Adrian Sampson. He didn't, didn't do that much his first couple times out. But they had a decent outing. Another kind of rocky one. Then about two or three good outings in a row. Then a rough one. Then, then Adrian Sampson has really been good the la- uh, for most of the last... Since May. Signed him in what? Probably mid-May? Late May? He's generally been pretty good. The... the uh, BB ref numbers are going to represent that he's struggled, and a lot of that. Well, you have the one or two bad outings, and he struggled a bit up toward the front, but he's generally been rather good. So, at some point, and this is kind of a mini evergreen podcast because at some point Adrian Sampson is going to get called up and I will regurgitate this podcast then because when Adrian Sampson gets called up you know what's going to happen people are going to look at his BB rep page like I did and say why the heck are they calling this guy up like I did and they'll plug him in because he's the best available starter in Iowa if insert Cubs starting pitcher here, gets injured and is going to miss three or four starts or the rest of the season, which could happen. Or Edward Elsalay gets shut down on innings concerns. Could happen. Any of a great, very, let's try that again. Any of a great number of different things could possibly happen where Cubs fans say, why don't the Cubs call up a guy from AAA? The guy from AAA the Cubs would call up if it's not going to be Justin Steele and it's not going to be Keegan Thompson and their workload will determine that. If the Cubs are actually going to call up a starter because they want to get six innings out of a guy and possibly, 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 maybe, perchance, save the bullpen a little bit, it'll be Adrian Sampson. How will Adrian Sampson do? That's the question you want to know. How will Adrian Sampson do? I'm going to ask you a question. Let's go back to March. How will Patrick Wisdom do? How did you know that? How will Rafael Ortega do? How did you know that? How will Jake Jewell do? See, that's unfair. That's unfair of me because you don't know how Jake Jewell's going to do because you haven't seen him pitch very much. That's horrible of me to ask that question. But guess what? It's exactly the same question because Jake Jewell and Adrian Sampson, not only are they nowhere near, nowhere near the six. Point oh oh major league service limit. Not even close to that. They're not even close to the arbitration limit. <coughs> if Adrian Sampson is 
moderately effective. Moderately effective. Eh, could possibly send him out as a five next year, maybe. Eh, you know, not sold on him, but he's okay. Maybe he might be a long reliever guy. Adrian Sampson, Jake Jewell, Janeshwi Fargus. They are not only nowhere near the 6.00 limit, which you ought to already be aware of. At least as far as the importance of the 6.00. They are nowhere near the arbitration limit. 3.00. Neither one of them will be Super 2s, if Super 2s still exist with the next collective bargaining agreement. Players like Jake Jewell, players like Adrian Sampson, players like Janeshwi Fargus. It's not... You, fans don't pay Wrigley Field rates to say... I'm really looking forward to going out to see Janeshwi Fargus play right field while Adrian Sampson is the starting pitcher. No, that's not what people are looking to spend their money on. They are not looking to spend money on, I want to go out and watch Adrian Sampson pitch. That's not what they're looking for. But as far as from a planning standpoint, the Cubs ought to get plenty of looks at players with question marks. Because if they aren't to the 6.00 limit, if they aren't to the 3.00 limit, they're effectively free. They are effectively free. They are not going to be making big money rates. And if Tom Ricketts is going to give Jed Hoyer a really small number as far as what he is allowed to spend in the offseason, players with really small numbers, that's exactly the goal. It's exactly the plan. It's exactly what's wanted. Adrian Sampson should get a look for the Cubs in August and September. And I'm saying August and September, not August or September, because at some point, something's going to happen to somebody. And it's going to make sense to have someone, whether the Cubs are going with a five-man rotation, a six-man rotation, whatever. Adrian Sampson is a capable AAA pitcher. He is a capable AAA pitcher. And if you're a capable AAA pitcher, there is a possibility you may represent that you might possibly eventually be a capable major league pitcher. If Adrian Sampson is going to be a capable major league pitcher in 2022, 2023, 2024, and he will largely be a league minimum type in those years, why wouldn't the Cubs want to know that? Why wouldn't the Cubs want to take full advantage of that? Take a look at him. Watch him pitch. I'm not saying immediately. I'm not saying right exactly right now, but at a certain point, there will be very little reason in having another start from Jake Arrieta. 
at some point. I'm good with him starting through August. Why not? Lamp hitch. But at some point, the Cubs would probably be better off having Adrian Sampson take starts. Instead of Jake Arrieta, just see what they have. I have no idea. I have no idea. Will Adrian Sampson be a good major? I, I have no idea, just like you have no idea, if Jake Jewell is a useful reliever yet. No idea. Only way you can tell is to look. And the only way you can look is to add him to the roster at some point. So, Adrian Sampson makes sense for the Cubs in August and September. For the same reason, Patrick Wisdom made sense for the Cubs in May and June and July and August and September. Because you have to take a look. You have to take a look to decide, is this player worth using into the future, especially when they cost basically nothing. And by the way, basically nothing is about what Tom Ricketts is going to allow Jed Hoyer to spend in the offseason. So if you can get Adrian Sampson to represent a fifth starter, might as well well uh, consider him as possibly that into 2022. Because that would make... uh, that would create fewer desperation holes that have to be filled. And maybe, 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 maybe if enough smaller pieces represent that they belong, then maybe Hoyer could have the opportunity to get one or two fairly decent free agents in the offseason. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, definitely. Since Patrick Wisdom and Rafael Ortega have had good seasons, and since... Patrick Wisdom and Rafael Ortega are league minimum next year. You might as well take a look at other guys who might be in that situation because who knows? It might be their time too. So Adrian Sampson deserves a call-up to the Cubs at some point in August for reasons yet to be determined. Thanks for stopping by. Be nice to people. Wait a minute. No, that's the second one. Uh, Be safe. Be nice to people. And have a great week.